0: Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Have you with us on this Thursday? Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Roots 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. For Kia Hyundai, the best in new inventory, or a pre owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee and a terrific service department that backs it all up every step of the way at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Our high school football roundtable is today and the king will be joining us today with our picks for the week. I believe Matt went 0 for last week. It's falling way behind. Way behind. I'm telling you, it's just, it's embarrassing. Matt will be back on Monday, by the way. I think we did point that out to you yesterday, but we will uh, reiterate that the king of the rant will be back on Monday. Somebody's going to have to tell him at some point. Lisa's the one that had the baby, right? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But everybody's doing well, so that's good. That's great news. All right, so let's get to... Sports news of the day, of course, you know, the Damian Lillard trade. We did talk a little bit about it yesterday, uh, very quickly. When it comes to that, it is oh, okay. When it comes to that, uh, the key guy in all this. You talk about Giannis. You talk about um, about Damian Lillard the guy that's going to make the whole thing go in the end is going to be Chris Middleton you need to have that third guy out there to go with the the two stars and Middleton is outstanding in his own right he'll be the guy that in the end will be the swing guy that will get them over the top in a bunch of games Giannis will get a lot of credit justifiably uh And Lillard will get credit justifiably. Uh, And but they're going to win a lot of games because of what Middleton does. Middleton's been hurt, and that's and that's something. And he's the guy nobody's talking about. Nobody's talking about Middleton. And you know me, I usually talk about guys that don't usually get talked about for that particular reason. I you know, you try to see the bigger picture than just uh the simplistic of hey, they've got two superstars together. Well, this guy over here really really good. So, So they are I mean the big trade and it does everything all right so let's get to Philadelphia <laughs> You almost feel like it's only in Philadelphia a Phillies fan and his emotional support alligator Wally <laughs> were denied entry into last night's game with the Pirates. The fan was identified by the Philadelphia Inquirer as Joey Henney or Joey Henney. Joey Henney arrived at Citizens Bank Park walking Wally on a leash claiming the nearly five-foot alligator was his service animal. <laughs> now, the stadium does have a policy, as do the Phillies, and it's on their website. And it says, quote, Certified service dogs or service dogs in training for guests with special needs are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. (laughs) Unbelievable. So, (laughs) the The photos and videos were posted uh, to social media showing Henny outside the stadium with Wally now if you are sitting say they let him in they didn't but say they let him in and the guy is sitting there with his alligator in your row what are you doing I'm going to a different row there's no way in heck I'm staying in the same row with Wally Accounts linked to Wally have been growing. Follow, follow accounts linked to Wally have a growing following on social media. Okay, the Instagram account at Wally Gator and Joey had nearly twenty-six thousand followers as of this morning, while the TikTok account Wally the Alligator had over one hundred thousand followers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do we find these people? Wally's denied entry drew comparisons of the famous curse of the billy goat involving the Chicago Cubs. For those who may not realize the story, in 1945, William Cianis put a curse on the Cubs when he and his goat were denied entry into the World Series at Wrigley Field. Outraged at not being able to watch his beloved Cubs, Siena's placed the curse on the team, saying the Cubs would never again win a World Series. Chicago would not play in another World Series for 71 years, but they broke the curse in 2016 when the Cubs won their first championship in 108 years. They denied an alligator. Of course, they denied an alligator. It's unbelievable. You can't invent these people. It's unbelievable. what What the heck made this guy think when he brings the alligator. I mean, how did he get the alligator there? What kind of cage does he have the alligator in if he's driving in? I mean, seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Oh my goodness But he brought the alligator to the game Now again, you're sitting there In a row Say they let him in, which they wouldn't have I mean, they have a policy on this But they let him in And you're looking over And the, the guy's there And he's got his alligator There's no way in heck you're going to sit in that row. You're not even going to sit in the row in front of him or the row in back of him. You're not going to be anywhere near this dude. It's an alligator. I don't care what kind of leash he has it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do these people think? It's stunning. I think I'm going to bring my alligator to the game. Really? You do. Great. <laughs> ah. Sometimes you say to yourself, only in Philadelphia. Yeah. Next. The Steelers have signed a player who hasn't been in the league and since 2017. They signed Brad Wing as a punter, practice squad. He he's been out of the league for six years. The Steelers signed him with the practice squad. Yeah, huh. there you go. Ah, mercy me. Um. So that's that's another story that's out there today. So last night some history was made. Check this out. 30 for th- the 30-30 club's always been a big deal, all right? 30 stolen bases, 30 home runs. And it should be a big deal. Fernando Tatís of the Padres has 25 homers, 29 stolen bases. Probably won't get there. Corbin Carroll of the Arizona Diamondbacks, a player you probably don't know a lot about. Heck of a player. 25 home runs, 51 stolen bases. Trey Turner of the Phillies. Obviously, you know what he's done. He's really kicked it into another gear. 26 home runs, 29 stolen bases. He's got a shot. Kyle Tucker really has a shot in the Astros. 29 home runs, 29 stolen bases. Bobby Witt Jr., 29 home runs, 48 stolen bases. Francisco Lindor got to the mark last night. 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. The outstanding Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners. 31 home runs, 37 stolen bases. And then, above all, Ronald Acuna Jr., the first ever with 41 home runs and 70 stolen bases. There have been four years where you've had 40 players, excuse me, with we have had four players at 30 30. So right now you have three at 30 30, with Acuna being 40 70. And you've got two others on the verge of doing it in Witt and Tucker. Turner's got to hit too many home runs to get there. It's a kind of a long shot. Other years, the other four years, 87, Joe Carter, Eric Davis of the Reds, Howard Johnson of the Mets, Darrell Strawberry of the Mets. 96, Dante Bichette of the Rockies, Barry Bonds of the Giants, Ellis Burks with the Colorado Rockies, and Barry Larkin with the Reds. 97, Jeff Bagwell with the Astros, Barry Bonds with the Giants, Ryle Mondesi with the Dodgers, Larry Walker with the Colorado Rockies. 2011, Ryan Braun with the Brewers, Jacoby Ellsbury with the Red Sox, Matt Kemp with the Dodgers, and Ian Kinsler with the Texas Rangers. Quite a feat. And uh, all credit to uh, Travis Hunter of Colorado. Henry Blackburn, who's the young man that hit him on the sideline, was it? All right. Uh, the two of them went bowling yesterday in Boulder and I think that's great. Yeah. Show that kind of class. Hey. You know, I think a lot of people appreciate that kind of off the field sportsmanship. That's good. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WK, okay. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market, Next. <laughs> wow. I've never really looked at an alligator as an emotional support anything. <laughs> I mean, I would look at it maybe as protection, <laughs> but <laughs> I would look for for emotional support. Oh my goodness. Eight hundred eighty million dollars, zero playoff games. Welcome to the world of the Mets, Yankees, and Padres. Eight hundred eighty million dollars in payroll. Wow. And it just is stunning. And for the Major League Baseball Players Association, this is a problem. And here's why it's a problem you've been trying to convince the owners that if you spend money on players, you'll win. So the Yankees, Mets, and Padres all went out, and they spent money. And guess what they're not doing? None of them are winning. Last night, great performance by Garrett Cole. Complete game, two hitter. He's 15-4. He will win the Cy Young. And Aaron Judge did hit two home runs last night. But again, when the Yankees really needed him, he sat out. Oh, was he hurt? Yeah, he's hurt. But I see guys hurt all the time over in you know, in football every day. They're out there playing. Um, doesn't mean there's a period of time you can't be out. There is. But I'm sorry. Um, that's uh, a little bit much. And of course, you have got a guy like Giancarlo Stanton who's hitting a whopping 191. Okay. and this is where they are this is where they are and you have all these teams hey, you take the Orioles and the Rays combined and they're still at about half of what the Yankees payroll happens to be okay well you know what that means somebody's not spending their money right And for the Players Association, they're looking at all these teams that, for example, aren't spending a lot of money in winning. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to be with you on this Thursday. High School Roundtable, next half hour, King final half hour. And interesting games this weekend in college football. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 11 and 15 and Umbles Wharf and online. At SunburyMotors.com for Kia Hyundai. The best in new inventory. Great warranties. Warranty more important than ever. Great end-of-the-year deals. Also pre-owned inventory. They go over each one. Sunbury Motors guarantee so important. And a great service department that backs it all up. Routine, difficult. They handle it all. At Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Tonight, Middle Tennessee State, Western Kentucky, CBS Sportsnet, uh, Temple and Tulsa at 730 on ESPN. ESPNU tonight, Jacksonville State against Sam Houston. And tomorrow night... Not a bad game tomorrow night. It's uh, Utah and Oregon State, and that will be in Corvallis. That will be on Fox Sports 1 tomorrow. Saturday, of course, USC-Colorado, Florida-Kentucky, Georgia-Auburn. That's the one Brad Nessler has. He was on the show earlier in the week. Michigan-Nebraska, that's in Lincoln. Kansas against Texas. It's 3.30 on ABC Saturday. Missouri-Vanderbilt, LSU-Ole Miss, 6 o'clock on ESPN. Oregon-Stanford, Iowa State-Oklahoma, these are the night games. Notre Dame-Duke is the ABC game. That's in Durham at Wallace-Wade Stadium. South Carolina-Tennessee at 7.30. Alabama-Mississippi State, that game's at 9.00. Interesting start time. Mississippi State, the game's in Central time, but still. <laughs> 8 o'clock Central, 9 Eastern, a little late. And Washington is at Arizona. And Arizona, by the way, is quietly at 3-1. and Nevada, by the way, is at Fresno State. Fresno State is ranked. They're ranked 25th. They're 4-0. And Nevada's 0-4. That game is on Fox Sports 1. And as we talked about yesterday... Now, the college football playoff is shelving talks for the moment on the 12-team format because they don't know what's going to go on. Nobody knows what is going to go on with the Pac-12. What's going to happen with the Pac-12 in the Mountain West? I just can't see you giving, just because you have the name, I can't see you giving the Pac-12 an automatic when the vast majority of the conference is going to be made up of a group of five. I just can't see them doing it. That's me. I just it just does that doesn't make sense to me. And that's that's the problem that they're running into right now. It's the top uh, six highest ranked conferences automatic bids to the Power Five and six at largest. Look, I mean, in the end, you just feel like they're going to go with top five with four automatic bids and seven at-larges. Now, maybe there's a legal reason why they haven't done it yet. I don't know. I don't know. But in the end, you feel like that's where they're going to go. Automatics for the ACC, Big 12, SEC, Big 10, and the top-rated group of five, whatever that happens to be. And that might be the Mountain West, which might then be known as the Pac-whatever, 12. But that's still going to be a conference with good teams in it. You'll have Washington State, Oregon State. You would have Air Force, which is very good this year. San Diego State, Fresno State, Boise. I mean, you'll have some good teams in there, but are they Power Five? Not really. Um. And that's... That's... But they decided to hold off on it because they can hold off on it. There's nothing right away uh, that's going to uh, happen that's, you know, they they don't have to do it this second. They just have to make sure it's in place before everything is all set. Um, uh, they're going to put $450 million into Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Uh, they're going to have chairbacks on the east side, the west side, the south side. And it's going to naturally lower capacity. Yeah, they're going to take this plan before the the, the Nebraska border Regions October 5th. Um, to get better amenities in the stadium, Trev Albert says it's going to be necessary to sacrifice attendance I don't want to say a number I get held accountable to and everybody says you said I've learned that but I would envision based on what I'm seeing it could be in the mid 70s range plus or minus somewhere in there right now Memorial Stadium's capacity is listed as beyond 85,000 so they're going to cut back what 10,000 11,000 seats there in a place that has sold out every game since 1962. Now, I don't know if they're getting there on sellouts based on somebody buying up tickets or not. It is a loyal fan base. And we talked, of course, with Dave on yesterday about what they want to do at Ryan Field. Uh, but he's talking about mid-70s plus or minus somewhere in there. So it could be anywhere from 72 to 78000 in Lincoln. I can also tell you this is not an effort to try and decrease supply, increase demand, and use a decrease in supply to increase ticket prices to force new revenue. That's not really what this vision is about. This vision is about the amenities, and those are the ones that ultimately drive that 10 to 12% reduction uh, because they want to... Um, work on the concourses at that stadium. It's a nice stadium. I mean, really. I mean, yeah, Memorial Stadium in Lincoln is a nice stadium. I like it. Very much. They're going you know, to, you know, concession upgrades and things like that they're going to do there. Modernize the bathrooms, which is critical in any stadium. But yeah, that's what they're going to do. Nebraska's going to A $415 million renovation in the end, they're probably going to lose 10 or 11,000 seats. Amazing. Hmm. So they are. stories, or on, excuse me, social media about Clemson today. Uh, David Hood at ClemsonTigerNet.com I know a lot of people have been have seen reports the past few days that would indicate a decision on Clemson's future plans is imminent. I had been quiet because I wanted to make sure the info was correct, that all the pieces fit together and I had to wait on my most trusted sources. I worked into the night last night and early this morning and I think I have a good sense of where Clemson stands. Let's parse it out. Yes, There is a Board of Trustees meeting for early next month. It's been on the books for a year. Aren't most of them? Will there be a piece where Graham Neff, who's the president chancellor, discusses the landscape and where we stand with realignment expansion? Absolutely, but there'll be no announcement that Clemson's leaving the ACC or has an invite someplace else. I mean, these these are things that are coming out. They found a way out of the grant of rights. No, you didn't. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not really. I don't know where half this stuff comes from sometimes. And, of course, Florida State's been at the front of this. I mean, it's like nobody's backing off it. But there's no, you know. I keep coming back to the same thing. You guys signed it. (laughs) You signed it. It may not be the current group that signed it, but you signed it. Tonight, it is Detroit and Green Bay. That's on Prime Video. By the way, Prime Video did well in the opener. Giants and Niners, they got 13.7 million. Remember what the goal was. The goal was to get 12 million last year. They ended up with an average of 9.7. Now, there will be games that bring the average down, but tonight should be one of those games that will bring some people. The Packers certainly brings fans to the table. The Lions are playing better. And... That is the prime video game tonight. And Saturday's game is uh, on BTN, or Penn State and Northwestern. They'll do the walkthrough today and then fast Friday tomorrow and then get on the plane and go. James Franklin did meet with the media last night after practice. I I don't don't think there's anything out there that was anything beyond the norm. Um, And give Northwestern a lot of credit, by the way. Um. winning that game last week, down 21 points, forced overtime, one. That's got to be a great confidence boost for them, no question. And look, it's going to be, they're averaging 17,000 a game in their two home games, which they won both, by the way. Their two wins are at home. Uh, but they're averaging 17,000 a game. It is not an easy place to play because you really have to generate your own juice. You just have to. And that's what, uh, and that's one of the problems of playing there because of that. And there's no way to manufacture it. You just have to bring it. <laughs> Emotional support alligator. What the heck? This guy's from Jonestown. The reptile is a big presence in Instagram he spoke to the Philadelphia Inquirer last year and said Wally Gator helps him battle depression, that he likes to give hugs says that his alligator has never bitten anyone a good sized animal, geez what the heck it's 5 feet long I mean, yeah, I know at Times Citizens Bank Park can be a rough place to go, but I didn't think it was that rough. <laughs> wow. I need an alligator. Okay. Oh. The Post and Courier in South Carolina released a new report stating that Clemson is eyeing a move from the ACC, and the departure could happen sooner rather than later. Really? Hmm. I think that paper's out of Columbia, South Carolina. $120 million exit fee, plus they have to negotiate the other fee. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll say this: Clemson, I took a long walk around their campus last November when I was down there for basketball. And I, I, and I walked everywhere. I walked, you know, I went down to the football stadium. You know, I you could just, I could, now I did tell them. Somebody did ask, and I told them my name and what I did. And they were like, oh, please, Mr. Jones, come on in, sure. So I walked around. Um, and I walked around campus, up the hill, up the... All the way over to the administration building. Some of the historic homes that are on campus. A beautiful campus. And not only that, great looking golf course too. Because we stayed out by the golf course. And... okay it's interesting how these stories get out and by the way, the USFL and XFL are going to merge um, it gives spring football its best chance of success. Having them split like that is not going to work um, and they know it so they so the XFL and the USFL are going to merge. And that's, at least for the spring part of it, that gives them the best chance. Now, what they're going to be known as, I don't know. Are they going to be known as the USFL or the XFL? I don't know. Um, But it looks like that's what they're going to do. And they'll begin play it as a merged group next year. All right, we'll take a break. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WK. Okay. The alligator loves to give hugs. Okay. Sure. It loves to give hugs. Really? (laughs) Great. Terrific. (laughs) Am I missing something here? (laughs) All right. The uh, game on Saturdays at noon. And uh, we're on beginning at 10-30 on Eagle 107. Last night, big moment uh, when I mentioned earlier about the 30-30 club. Ronald Acuna stealing his 70th base last night, giving him the first player ever with 40-70. They stopped the game to do a video tribute to him as he, of course, held the base up. I guess the Cubs broadcasters were critical of the stoppage. In a game that doesn't move, as fast as many people would like it. Does one more stoppage make a difference? No. Let him have his moment. Let the fans there have the moment. It's fun to celebrate history. And that was history. Which is... uh, Exactly, you know, what makes... Baseball, great and refreshing. So, no. Um, no. They shouldn't have criticized them stopping the game. I mean, I know it's a game the Cubs needed and didn't get, so I understand the frustration. But still... It doesn't matter if there's 5,000 other things that have been stopping the game for years. Actually celebrating greatness should not be a concern as one of them. Acuna, I love watching Acuna play. He is a fun player. I mean, really fun. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, worth and online at sunburymotors.com. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Home for news, accuweather, and sports. Celebrating 90 years of serving the Susquehanna Valley. We are WKOK Sunbury.